Hey, this one? Yeah. Ah! Gavin with Liam. Gavin with Liam. That's the name of our theater podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, hey. What up? How is everyone doing this day? I'm doing... What to talk about today. I know we should probably we should probably stay focused today because yeah, there is a lot to get through. Did I not pull up my notes? What the heck? I'm ready. I was ready to go. There um, there was a good a bit to talk about today. At least I think so. I know I usually come in here and I'm like, there is nothing to talk about. But actually, there is. There and it is. ends up as an hour and a half long episode. You're like, yeah, exactly. Um, I got some. We got some cool things to talk about. We got some stuff that you conversations today that I can guarantee no other theater podcast is doing because we I don't listen know. to them all. We listen to them all, and, and no we can one's t- doing it <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, let's just let's just get right into it. I, I don't know if you have any anything you want to talk about. Oh, I I actually my um uh our other Broadway field reporter, my dad went and saw Hades Town on Wednesday and said it was fantastic. So. Sweet. Great update there. Walter Kerr is running smoothly. I did think you were about to say that your dad's name was Walter, and I was like, "No, that's not what? true. That's not true." Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, first up, uh, I got Anne Juliet completed its casting, and they started rehearsals this week. This is the most highly anticipated show of the season. I think this and Kimberly Akimbo. We'll get into Kimberly Akimbo in a sec. Um, but Anne Juliet opening, I think, uh, not opening, starting rehearsals and, and, and uh, finishing casting and getting that going is really cool. Uh, they did announce that they're going to be closing in the West End, which sucks. Um, but I don't know. That pretty hyped show. Nice. Pretty hyped show. Should be cool. Should be very be cool. cool. Uh, this is mm, not the biggest news of the week, sadly, but it's pretty up there the 2002 tony award-winning best musical a strange loop is going to be closing on january 15th after 301 performances and 13 previews this doesn't really come as a shock we talked about this you know on the podcast maybe two weeks ago when you were like hey i want to see the show but i want to get tickets and it's blah 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 whatever um they're gonna be so expensive now but like I, good for them I looked but and there's like, you can find so some that aren't that bad, but I don't want to tell people that because I want those seats. I'm not telling you which day. Okay, sounds good. Uh, just text me. Okay, I will. Um, yeah, I this just this just sucks because they just won the Tony. They they won't even have made it a year past winning the Tony. Um, but you know sometimes success this show was not set up to make money and and success with theater is not um it's not played out in how much money you make because that's not that's not why this show went up i think everyone involved the producers the actors and everyone was just like this this show we're we're just gonna do this because there's a certain audience of people that really need it and and i don't think this show's for everyone and i think that that's kind of okay and i think that they know that and they understand that and accept that um it's not a very commercially commercially successful show but i think that the people who this show is meant for specifically i would say those who can resonate with the material as well as just theater artists or people who love theater that can really appreciate yeah what it's what it's doing for broadway and for theater 
Um, but other than that, I don't think tourists are like, yeah, let's go see this show. And it's <clears throat> that's not really kind of why it's there. It actually makes fun of of theater tourism in the show quite quite yeah. heavily. Which um, it, it it's yeah. good because obviously that is it's it's self aware and it and it knows that it is not designed for the the theater tourist market. Um, so I'm I'm glad they're I don't know like moving mo- moving forward gracefully and they're not like yeah. It's just yeah. it's just sucks. I know it does suck. I'm I want to try to see this show. Um, I'm gonna try to do it right before Christmas. Once I once I'm done, uh, school for the semester, I want to get down and and see that into the woods. Um, but it's just uh, yeah, it just kind of sucks. If anything, but I, I I think we can get into um what Liam and I and I did this week was we wanted to we were kind of curious because it's like huh, I wonder how this stacks up against other Tony award winning best musicals. And, and um, we looked at the date that they won the award. So not necessarily the date that they opened, but the date that they won the award. So most of these you're seeing um, mid uh, kind of all scattered out throughout June. Uh, as of recently, when the Tony awards first started, they were, it looks like they were, they were hovering in like April, March ish. Um, but for the past, mm, 20 30 years it's been consistently june with the exception of 2021 because that didn't happen yeah um but but we looked at the date that they won the award and the date that they closed uh and excluded those shows that are ongoing uh the shows that are still uh, we we also included um shows that have announced a closing date like a strange loop hasn't closed but they announced the closing date so if all goes well um, and same with Phantom. If all goes well, Phantom will have played 12,676 performances past winning the Tony Award for the Best Musical. Um, but shows like The Lion King, Book of Mormon, Hamilton, Town, and Moulin Rouge are still going. Mm-hmm. So those aren't, those aren't really included in here. Um, and then basically what we did is we took this data and we just... I, I, I just kind of listed them in order of... So you got Phantom on top. So like Phantom, Cats, Les Mis, of course, Line Rent all those shows that have run for um, 5,000 plus performances past one uh, uh, days that, sorry, this isn't counting performances. We just did days because I don't want to have there's it's would be pretty impossible to figure out performances. You can't really find the information yeah. on, on. You can on find how many performances ever. they played in total, but not performances past a specific date in time. That's just, yeah. uh, if someone has that info, awesome. But this is just calculated days. Um, and, and like we thought, A Strange Loop is, is pretty far down there. Um, the only shows that are below it are uh, the 1994 Tony Award winning Passion and then Bye Bye Birdie. And then the really interesting one is the 1968 Tony Award winning Hallelujah Baby. This show actually closed 99 days before the Tony Awards. Um, so it closed on... Uh, what did I say? 19. Uh, so it closed on January 13th of 1968, but the Tony Awards in 1968 didn't happen until April 21st. So they're the they're the only Tony winner to win Best Musical, but actually have already closed. Which yeah. is, I saw that and I had to keep going through and be like, is what am I what am I missing here? And I was like, oh my god, they closed. That happens sometimes with um. You don't see it very often with the the show itself being nominated, but I, you know, you remember like Falsettos uh, a couple years ago, you know, that was a limited run. 
uh, and they closed and then were nominated for all these things mm-hmm. um, after the fact. But I don't think the like it's not the Academy, but like the the the, the Tony Award, the Tony Peeps. Yeah, the, the the Tony Peeps, as we will call them. I don't know if <laughs> they love to name. give. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if they love to give like best musical or best revival to a show that is already closed. Because the whole point yeah, I don't know Tony's if that plays into it. That'd be to... interesting. Yeah, like like in all reality, nobody really cares about like you did the best. Like it's it's for marketing and it's it's for mm-hmm. you know like. That's why all the shows perform. That's why they mm-hmm. all do do a number. Obviously, right. we care about who does the best. Like we we care about the awards, but like yeah, right. Not every person watching the um the broadcast is going to be like, oh my god, who won scenic design? Like like yeah, that. Right. But we like if you watched our you know watch along, we care about that. Oh yeah, but not everybody does. Oh yeah, we did not we do too well podcast. in our. Exactly, that's what we do with theater podcast. Um, if you want to go behind the curtain, you can check out. Um, I don't know. I don't know where that was going, but uh, yeah, kind of when you look the at this podcast, the behind the curtain podcast already exists. It totally does. Podcast names are hard, guys. Um, so yeah, a strange loop is is really really far down on this list. Uh, there look to be about. 64 shows that are uh that are above it so um if you're if you're just kind of the shows that are around this uh you got company the band's visit and and passion and bye bye birdie those are the shows that are kind of around there a strange loop will have played 217 performances past winning the award uh and then the one show above it which is company 279 performances um days oh yeah days right 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 thank you you're good you're good but yeah a strange loop is about passion Sorry. I mean, well, also, like, Bye Bye Birdie, though. Yeah. Like, no, the I... world does that show. Yeah. That's crazy. It's like it's like that and Guys and Dolls. and Right. Already Bye Bye Birdie winning the Tony for Best Musical. I'm like, mm. but, like, yeah. the fact that it closed less than 200 days yeah. after winning the award. And then it just it's went crazy. straight to schools, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So... Um, Bye Bye Birdie at the time from, from those that I've talked to who, who lived the time when Bye Bye Birdie came out in 1961 or close to it said that this was a pretty big deal on Broadway. You know, it won the Tony award and, and, and it was, uh, it was like, yeah, Bye Bye Birdie is freaking awesome. Uh, and then, and then it got revived and it didn't, um, have the same sauce to it because they, they tried to modernize a show that doesn't that just it didn't work it didn't work um i watched in in my research for this show i I watched both productions and the revival's cool you know it tries to uh it tries to make conrad birdie more of like a young hip more of like think of like tiktok or instagram fame instead of like pop singer sexy boy fame i guess it's still sexy boy but it's like he's a little more young he's a little more like what the he, he like does a bunch of opt-ups and stuff and it's like yeah okay um but yeah john stamos couldn't save that show um but i, I don't know i think this is really interesting i think this is really interesting um a strange loop I, you can't really 
do like I can't just for the stats people out there, I can't really distribute this data just because it's not very normally distributed. Um, if I did, a strange loop would be at the 0 0.017th percentile, which folks is low. Um, yeah. But yeah, now we have this data, so that's awesome. It's Let's it's just that. so interesting to look at, like because now that Phantom has a um, a closing date, it's yeah. staggering. It is staggering. Twelve thousand six hundred and seventy six days. A strange loop is two hundred and fifty something. Like what? Like the yeah. difference between that is is incredulous. But then passion, you know, and and and, and company, yeah. you know, like you don't think about these Sondheim shows. I mean, look at this. The bottom from. 60 to 74 uh, well not including 74 i'm gonna go 60 to 68 because okay a bunch of those include Mulan, like shows that are still running uh-huh three of those are excellent sondheim shows yeah that just I know. were not commercially viable i mean right you, you look at all of sweeney these... todd company and and passion it's just yeah i mean yeah Regardless of you know how you feel about Bye Bye Birdie and, and, and other shows like that, you look at the bottom ten, and it shows that we're not about the commercial aspect, and it's yeah. and it's about the story and it's about the art that they're making. Mm -hmm. And the other really interesting thing is the spread of years. There's a lot of time between these shows it's not like so it's, oh we're seeing all the 1950s shows in here it's like nah you got 79 54 86 59 2018 71 and now 2022 94 61 it's all over the place yeah but like, also recognizably the ones that closed you know you look at the recent years it's like uh We could go from Fun Home to Bands Visit, Strange Loop, like those three. Mm -hmm. And those three, all of them are kind of in the same vein. I mean, Fun Home is a beautiful, beautiful show. Yeah. But like, you don't really go to that on a whim and being like, oh, time for a fun night in the theater. You know, yeah. like, it's fun home. It's it's deep and it's dark and it's but mm -hmm. it's beautiful and it's like yeah. masterfully created. I don't really right. think of Lion King as masterfully created. Yeah, that I think is a I commercial, think commercial. Oh, yeah, that's a piece of commercial theater. Yeah, I think you can still say that it's it's wonderfully created, but it is wonderfully created for everyone. It's not wonderfully created for those who want it. And I think yeah. it's interesting because the Phantom was not written for those who want it. Cats, I would argue, is written for those who want it because they're the it second show on here. Turned out to do well. I mean, I yeah, ugh. I don't, you I don't want to. Yeah, I don't know, but you know, it's 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 a. Uh, but but also, yeah, Rent was written for those who want it, but still just did so well. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, there are shows on here that like Jersey Boys, everyone, Forty Second Street, everyone, Hello Dolly, everyone. The producers, I ever, I think producers could be everyone, but it's like, yeah, it's just weird. It's weird because none of this fits the same, fits the same, uh, like, like mold. Fits the same, same stereotype. Oh, interesting. Dear Evan Hansen and Avenue Q are uh, 
are going to have finished both at 1,925 performances. That, that just stood out to me. Um, I also this did. Also... I also. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I don't know. I, just, I made one more tab in here because I, I thought it was interesting. I was like, I wonder if any of these dates are more common than the others. This doesn't matter. This has no bearing on, you know, anything. But I was like, I wonder if there's more dates that are like super popular. Most of these, most of these shows are closing in January. Um, January fourth, seventh, and fifteenth all have um, two shows that closed on that date. And remember, this is this is just Tony Award-winning musicals. Um, and then you got February 18th, April 7th, July 28th, September 1st, September 10th, and November 20, 28th. So for next year's Tony Award winner, there's a pretty good chance it might fall on one of these dates. What? Predictions. Oh, um, uh, the other thing I was going to say yeah. is it's so interesting looking at this, trying to figure out like a spread, like trying yeah, to I find know. some sort of, of pattern. But there's none. Again, for stats people here, the standard deviation is significantly larger than the mean, which means it is all over the place. So significantly larger. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, maybe you know, top four shows were between 1976 and 1988. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. I, I mean, I, I I don't know. Like, like I know. I'm, I'm I'm getting nothing from this that that shows anything. You look at uh, material. The top one is Phantom. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. The next one is Cats. There could not be two more different shows between Phantom of the Opera and Cats. For sure. And then you go to Les Mis, which is like a history musical. Oh, yeah. And then you go to a chorus line, which is a change the game. About, oh, yeah. Which, which, yes, it changed the game, as did Rent, which is next. Which but is a next, yeah. Line is is one of those shows. It's like a, you know, a show about a show. Classic. Yeah. That is bread and butter Broadway. As much oh, yeah. as it changed the game completely, it also like reinvented the wheel in a really interesting way. And then and then it starts to get into the more a little bit more commercial. Uh huh. Uh, still in a good way though. Like Jersey Boys, they ran forever. And that and aren't they and are they for Jersey Boys still we right counted now? their Broadway run ending. They ran for yeah. another five years off Broadway. Oh yeah, and all these shows, keep in mind, they have other Phantom <laughs> has other productions all over the world. Les Mis, yeah. all cat like all these shows, this is just one production on Broadway, which you know is crazy. Like, but 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 Phantom is just in a league of its own. That's why it's so hard to to put Phantom even on the same spreadsheet as a strange loop because Phantom ran for double the the show in second. Cats ran for six thousand three hundred seven performances after they won. Phantom's twelve thousand. Like, yeah. dude, not even close. Not even close. And then the rest of these, yeah, they're pretty close. Then you go five thousand, five thousand, forty four hundred, thirty eight. It's like, no, Phantom just is built different. But also, it is interesting. You know, the top thirty all have over a thousand days. Yeah. Like like that when when you take out Phantom from from the average, it is really interesting because most of these shows are gonna run like a, a large portion. It's like a year to two or three years, and if they go past three years, they're hitting five years ish. Ish, yeah. You know, because however many what, what's 
2000 days, that's going to be like four and a half, five years. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. That's way maybe? more. That's like seven years. Three, six, nine, 12, 15, 20, 20. I'd give it like, yeah. Yeah, it's like six or seven six years. Six or seven, something like 2000s, that. Which is yeah. really long, which is a, a long time to run on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Hamilton's That's nuts. not there yet. You know, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All these shows. Like, hey, Lion King. Lion King's been running since 1998. I guess it's not a very long time, but. You know, that's that's um, the Lion King is, is now the longest running Tony winner that hasn't announced a closing date. Uh, the still still running, I should say, since they've, they've won the award. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think this is cool. I, I like this conversation. Um, Fiorello, I, I did inc- include in here. It's kind of off to the side, though, because if, you know, that and uh, The Sound of Music both won in the same year. Um, that'd be fun doing a little doing a little excerpt on that, how that happened. Why how did that, that work? And everything. I haven't heard about that. Yeah, um, The Sound of Music and Fiorello both won uh, at the, ooh, what year? I don't remember. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But there's, there's so many shows on here, too, that, that you've never, I've never heard of. Kiss of the Spider Woman. Um, I mean, I've heard of it, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. Um, Jerome Robbins' Broadway. Jerome Robbins's, you know, I assume dance show. Cool. <laughs> um but yeah, it's interesting. I, I think we can uh, we can get back. We we're at about twenty minutes now, and we have only gotten through two bullet points. Um, but I, I, I think this this is a one of the biggest things to come out of this week. Angela Lansbury, uh, with fourteen Broadway credits to her name, most notably uh, she's a Sondheim gal, so she's got Sweeney Todd and Gypsy among others. Um, she's a fucking legend, and is going to be greatly missed in the Broadway community. Yeah. I mean that, um, that's just the best way to describe her career is literal legend yeah it just i'm i'm doing my research trying to get my facts on angela lansbury and i just you know i i didn't it's hard to to understand the magnitude as to as to which i i took a little i just took a, a picture of of her um awards page from from wikipedia she has these are just one these aren't even nominations she's won one academy award six tony awards six golden globes uh and then she was nominated for 18 emmys and one grammy just jeez six tony awards and i think like four or something of them came from best actress in a leading role in a musical you know from sweeney todd and from like she is just she yeah like i said unmatched unmatched tower just just she was mrs potts in beauty and the beast yeah right right she she just did it all. She did it all, and you know, son. It's cool because Sondheim keeps his people. He keeps his people around. Um, you know, Patty, He's like Bernadette. Lynn. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. And and she was one of those people. And and that's how you know when 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 one of the greatest composers to compose on Broadway has you starring in a lot of his musicals, his best musicals too. Um, yeah. That's how you know. That's how you know you're just a. She's a legend, and. Uh, Angela Lansbury will be missed. Um, I'm interested to see kind of how the Broadway community comes together to uh, remember her and celebrate her. Something really cool maybe for the Tonys that they could do. But I feel yeah. like she should have a theater named after her. Yeah, I, I think I think usually theaters are named after composers. At least I think that's what ha- has happened recently. But also, I mean, um, we just had the James Earl Jones Theater. Yeah, right. Up. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I, it could I, happen. I think it could too. The, the, 
that'd be cool to see. But um, yeah. In short, Angela Lansbury is a legend. Um, a Janine Tesori of Violet, Thoroughly Modern Millie, Caroline or Change, Shrek the Musical, A Blizzard on Marblehead Neck, Fun Home, The Lion, The Unicorn, and Me, Soft Power, Blue, and now Kimberly Akimbo has started previews at the Booth Theater on Wednesday. I personally really, really excited to see this show. Um, if yeah. uh, see see um, see the show, see the reaction to the show, just just get to you get to watch how this happens because Janine Tesori, she's she's all right. She's done some good stuff. I don't, she's I don't done know some if you good stuff. Tell. I don't know if you've you've heard of any of those things, um, but yeah, really really excited. I, I heard. I thought that was the other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shrek's on here. Thoroughly Modern Millie, oh. Carolina Change, Shrek, Blizzard of Marblehead Neck, Fun Home, The Lion, the Unicorn, and Me, Soft Power, Blue, and King Oh, Louis. you said Violet. Okay, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Did I say Violet? Oh, yeah, it was the first thing I said. Yeah, I, I was thinking through. I was like, wait, I could have sworn like the yeah, two right. biggest projects in my mind. Violet. I think Violet, Fun Home, and Shrek, and Carolina Change. Yeah. And Thoroughly Modern Millie. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. She, she, uh... Those are like powerhouse. That's like bread and butter. 2000s to 2010 <sighs> composer right there oh yeah that's like that's like good shows dude janine tesori rocks so yeah kimberly kimbo excited to see this i've i've uh from the little bit it's been open for uh wednesday thursday this will be their third performance tonight um if, i guess if maybe if they didn't have a Monday wednesday but that has been open or previous i'm uh, sorry previews previews so first first time on the broadway stage but you know off broadway great reviews um the the few folks that I've seen post about it have said it's just like I have to see this again. This was this was awesome. So yeah, really cool. Really, really cool. Uh the cost of living has extended their run by one week. They are now slated to close November 6th. And that is produced by MTC, Manhattan Theater Club, at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater, which is their theater that is on Broadway. They have some theaters that are project D theaters that are not on Broadway, but they do have a Broadway theater. Um, at the at, whoa, at the Circle in the Square, Broadway's K-pop started previews last night, and they're opening on November twentieth. I've heard a lot of buzz about this show. Hey, I, don't know I know how same. I feel yet? I just I don't really listen to K-pop, but I think there is that market for it, especially oh, within yeah. theater people. So I think it could do really well. Honestly, I think it's going to and already is doing well, and I'm. Like yeah, the one thing that's astounding to me watching it is like 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 watching clips and stuff is the choreography. I know it's so cool, and it's all like modern, like hip hop. You know, not modern dance, like hip hop and like mm-hmm. these more recent styles of, of dance that's happening. It's like so energetic, and they're all like they look like they're like they all do you know. Oh yeah, Take it's Adderall awesome. Before they go on stage, exactly. Like they come on stage like, yeah. um, <laughs> yes, yes. That's exactly what happens. No, but I like when you think about it. Like, there's this whole genre of music that's really popular, not even just in Korea, but in the world. And uh, I mean, I see it pretty prevalently in the United States. I mean, BTS yeah. has a pretty big worldwide presence. So, like, yeah, produce yeah. a produce a musical on broadway i don't even i couldn't tell you anything about this show i I assume it's a musical with with k-pop music in it um i assume there's a story and it's not just a concert um yeah i think it's like i don't know it's i I mean all i've seen is it's just called k-pop i I, i'll do more research for 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 next time when i have more on that but uh 
yeah so so cool so cool um oh this is cool there is going to be a new docu-series on discovery plus covering all that there is to know about the making and and the the post aftermath whatever of the show glee we've talked about the drama on here before um, but this yeah. is from michael major of broadway worlds uh this is just a great quote so i wanted to take it the quote is the currently untitled series will focus on the case of mark sailing who played puck who committed suicide while waiting for the sentence for his sentencing after being arrested for possession of child sex abuse images the tragic deaths of Corey Monteith, who played Finn, and Naya Rivera, who played Santana, will also be discussed, as well as the onset bullying accusations against Leah Michelle, who played Rachel Berry. End quote. Uh, there is so much to get through here, as it's it's not very common, at least I haven't seen, for three of your show's leads, who have been with the show the whole time, to tragically die pretty yeah. shortly after. And that's an all, like, you know... Un, unrelated it's it's tragic and sad and just and just shocking and i i think yeah i think this glee docuseries if it's done well there's so much to talk about here there's so much there's to get through. and there's there's stuff we haven't even heard of yet you uh, yeah you got the leah michelle stuff and you've got you know everything um i feel like they're gonna have people coming out of the woodworks to to talk yes. about the leah michelle situation but like and, in, if they... and not in a not in a um Ooh, I can take advantage of this and, and like get some stuff out of this. Yeah. Like a lot of people have been affected and, and you can see, I saw a clip of, um, Oh God, what's his name? One of the cast members was in New York. This is so embarrassing. I've watched the whole show and I can't remember even the character's name now. Um, yeah, one I of the cast I, members was in New York and was asked on a podcast if he would go see funny girl. Oh. And he was like, Oh, I can be triggered at home. Like I, I don't need to go do that to myself. And I'm like, <gasps> okay. No, I think people will talk. Already. I think, um, yeah. Just if they can get like Leah to sit down in front of a camera and talk. If you can get Matthew Morrison. Like if you can get um um uh, Jane Lynch. Like oh my god, I think this could. Jane be Lynch so would cool. do it. I think I feel she, like would. she would do it. She's I think chill. she would, but I think there's some people who are going to be like, "No, I love Leah, and and the show was great." I'm more interested, you know, to just really get to understand all that happened post Glee, you know, with these with the deaths of certain actors, um, but but just as well as what we don't even know about this show because there is so much. Um, yeah, really cool. I think I think that's a great move by Discovery Plus, honestly. Yeah. Um, last thing I got here. Uh, all Broadway theaters are going to dim their lights for one minute at 7.45 p.m. tomorrow on Saturday in honor of Angela Lansbury's passing. I probably should have included that before, but I found that later. So, Yeah. I think that's nice. I think that's a nice way to... Yeah, I think so too. Um, but yeah, so cool. Such a good week. Oh, the grosses. We're not done. What the heck? What the heck? Let's move on. We need a Broadway grosses. Uh, can you just say, that's gross? That's gross. Nice. Also, um, I was talking to my dad. Yeah. And he said that on the weeks when a show, when we've been saying that a show has been losing money, mm -hmm. it's not that they're losing money. It's that they're right. Yeah. They made less money than the week before. 
you're right that's not a good way to put it i've i've also i also actually got feedback from my dad on um very similar <laughs> things no no seriously he told me he was like he was like hey like sometimes when you like there's like terminology or like something you'll say and it's like it's like yeah like you're you're right but like it it sounds like he's like i know what you mean but and and so that's funny that our dads kind of said the same thing so yeah yeah to like like um, 1776 didn't lose money this week. They just made less money this week. Um, yeah. I, whenever I see people analyze the grosses, they say lost money. And yeah, it's not lost money, but it's compared to last week they lost money. That's what I'm saying when I say lose money. I'm still probably going to say lose money because that's the easiest way to put it. Um, I know, I know. But that's so funny. I just thought it was funny because I, I had a feeling that our dads would have similar reactions. Oh, to yeah. Listening. Oh, um, yeah. I'm glad to see that I was. I there. love it. I love it. Um, before I get into it, uh, Almost Famous played seven performances. Everyone else had eight performances or previews. I'm, I'm counting previews because um, a lot of shows did have just previews. Uh, what stood out to me? Death of a Salesman. This show um, was down. That's a good way to put it. was down about $37,000 this week. Um, but their ticket sales were up seventeen. Not many shows we're down in gross this week um i think top dog underdog is the only show that had uh had negative both they had negative ticket sales and negative gross but their ticket sales weren't really down that much it's kind of hard to pick a loser this week um just because like i don't know i don't i don't like have very strong opinions here i i was leaning sheet right now uh you want my sheet or do yeah. you just want the broadway world one I will uh, I will reshare it with you so that we can do Thank the like you. collab that we did can before. Can you send it to my school? Email? Yeah, I got you. Thank you. Um, we're very professional on this podcast. We're so professional on this podcast. Can you send me the Can you send me the link again? We'll send it to <laughs> yes, we need the link. Email. Yeah, it's sent. Um, but but there were some shows that did really well, notably a strange loop. Um, which is which is interesting because they announced that they're closing, but this this data is from last week, so like I don't oh. think this is affected because they announced that they're closing. Did they announce on Wednesday that they're closing? Yeah, they they yeah. announced it. Yeah, Wednesday. I yeah, think. these grosses come out late Tuesday night. So, uh, <clears throat> what? Whatever, whatever. This was a long time coming. Um, yeah, but their their grosses were up ten point seven percent, and their their difference was up. Their ticket sales were up nine percent good week but i think there's a pretty clear winner here and it's so weird i i we need to learn more about beetlejuice because remember how beetlejuice went from uh went from selling 91 percent of their tickets to 60.5 well beetlejuice turned it around they went from 60.5 capacity to 82.4 okay. yeah beetlejuice okay. Yeah, Beetlejuice. And then their grosses were up $486,000 or 60.92%. Beetlejuice, what are you doing, man? I don't know. I don't, I mean, it's, it's working. And we, I don't know where this closer, came from. Closer to their closing date and also, you know, like, not necessarily just their closing date, but also getting to the point in the, the Broadway picking up see i think shows are yeah. gonna pick up a little bit i mean yeah, halloween I, mean, I think is a numbers. big is a big time for them too yeah and and like the fall i said this in the past that i felt like the fall is like a good time to go see a show mm -hmm. oh for sure and then of course that week it was like literally the worst 
It was terrible. Week, it was so bad. They were the loser last week. Like, yeah. And um, so hopefully they can get maybe 85% capacity, maybe 90 as they get yeah. closer to their closing date. Because I like I want the show to do so well. I mean, like, yeah. Right. I, I know me too. See they they partnered up with um the YouTube channel the Try Guys, which obviously they're having a lot of stuff going on right yes! now. Yes. Handling it well. Yeah. Now they're they're doing a little mini series. I I don't know if that's gonna. I mean, it's two two YouTube videos, mm-hmm. but it's got Alex Brightman. It's got some of the creatives, and it shows so a cool. really cool process. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if, if maybe that will help with anything, but like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I love it though. And, and and just also for clarification, for when we do our grosses and our winners and our losers, that's just who saw the best week, best or worst week over week difference. So, you know, Beetlejuice very clearly saw the best week over week. Most of these shows did well and saw positive change. Um, Harry Potter, really good week, really good week. Um, their grosses were up 36% and their ticket sales were up 10.5%. Fantastic. Um, six. Their grosses were up 16%. Um, the Lion King, grosses up 31%. Wicked, 38%. The Phantom of the Opera, 15.8%. Aladdin, 23 Like, that's not... Oh, Chicago, 21 Cost of Living, yeah. 20 Really good here. Really, really good here. Hadestown, 28 Like, I, well, Into the Woods, 22 I, Oh, my God. Like, just a good... Yeah. Uh, all these shows made money, and they made a ton of it. Which, uh... Which is great. Which is great. I love it. Um, but yeah, for the loser, I might lean. Are you able to see this now? I, I do have it now. So I'm looking at uh I'm looking at Death of a Salesman just cause just cause their grosses were down, but I also might go top dog. Top dog underdog is in previews though. So I feel like that's yeah, kind of unfair I, I to give it to them because they're in previews. Shows in previews. But Death of a Salesman opened, right? Like I think they're open open. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think uh Am I um, reading this right? That Death of a Salesman had ninety percent this week and seventy three percent last week. Yeah. So, like I said, their capacity's up, but they didn't. But they they lost. Uh, not lost. They um their week over week was still negative. So, like, yeah, they sold a ton of tickets, but but still, uh, what's their average ticket? Their average ticket this week was fifty seven. Seven. Last Whoa. week, last week was seventy six, dude. That's why. That's why. They sold a ton of cheap seats. Wow. Like death of a salesman. Well, uh, they're they're gonna go back up though. Th- th- I mean, that show looks so good. Do they it, will? Like, I mean, you got Andre. Yeah. About oh that yeah. Show, but like. But yeah, there's no clear loser here. That's I love it. I love not having a clear loser. That's um, also a pretty small theater too. I mean, like margins in a smaller theater. Like when, yeah. when you look at this, that they were at ninety percent capacity, and well, that that that. that Every week they have seventy eight hundred seats available. Yeah, that's pretty small. It is small. Actually, um, yeah, it, it is pretty small. Uh, yeah. So I think I think we can give Death of a Salesman loser that that like sucks, but like I don't know if they're if they're telling their friends, hey, we were the loser on Gavin with Liam this week. We'll we'll back them up and be like, no, it's okay. Like like they were the loser, but like they've they were fine yes it's just it's just hey you didn't stack up against everyone else you sold a ton of tickets and i think they sold pretty close to they had the best yep 
Yep. Second best week over week in ticket sales difference. So, hey, we're going to give Death of a Salesman a standing O, but they're, sadly, they are still losing this week. <laughs> cool. I'm proud Love of it. you. Love it. Uh, Beetlejuice winner? Um, yeah, Beetlejuice clear. Clear winner. Um, a few more champ. things. Uh, what sold out? Oh, they had the champ. Uh, this week, MJ sold out. And Phantom sold out. Phantom um, sold out. Look at that average ticket price. Oh my god. Okay, so the average ticket price has gone from $84 to $118 over the past like mm, month or so. Which is crazy. Wow. Crazy. Jeez. So yeah, Phantom. If you want to go see Phantom, you them. have to go get those tickets now. Do they now are killing they the game to a small theater. Um, oh, we got a new king of top ticket. We had a oh big spender this week. Whoa. We had a big spender this week. Hey, big spender. Go down in River City. Man. Yeah, oh my God. Someone spent $622. This is the biggest wow. that we've ever seen in the history of Gavin oh. with Liam who please come forth and tell us who did this because i yeah. want to know did you get I to go to backstage know. or something did you get to play the show like literally who I, I, are I, I you say, for that price you got to go on that night like, yeah I, like you're like, you're the music director perform. that night yeah, yeah like what the oh average ticket to the show is 255 bucks that's the most <clears> expensive <throat> um in a Broadway theater this week, the average of average was $122, up from 113 last week, um, which is great. There was one less performance, so there were 199 performances this week, which is one down from 200 of last week. We were operating at 92.1% capacity, which is up 4.8% from last week. Not bad. Hey, Broadway, what do you say? Love it. <laughs> it's always good. What are you looking at? Uh, I was looking at you with what you just said. Oh, hey, Broadway, what do you say? Um, what other standout standout performances did we see? Uh, Strange Loop, give them a standout. Um, Harry Potter, you get a standout. Um, Into the Woods, we haven't talked too much about this recently. They made a ton of money this week. They were up 22.3%. Uh, which is good. They're still not breaking into that 80% ticket sales which i think they have to be at i think that's their floor honestly yeah um leopoldstadt really doing really well um they're operating they they were ticket sales were down this week from high 80s to low 80s um but made still made a bunch of money um that show is proving to be really good they they um they were at nine hundred and thousand nine hundred four thousand dollars this week a play being close to a million bucks yeah yeah that's good. Yeah, when you've got plays, when you've got plays like Top Dog Underdog selling, uh, when you got making two hundred and eighteen thousand dollars every week, yes, I love it. Wow, I mean, just uh, looking at this, the this was a really good week for for some of the big shows. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like 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 Wicked. Lion King, Music Man, Phantom, MJ, Hamilton. Yeah. Good. It's awesome. Week. All of them. Yeah, Hamilton had a good week. For Hamilton to have on, like on their gross. Oh yeah. For Hamilton to have to have be up twelve point eight percent is is hard to do. MJ really consistently will just kind of stay at this 
1.7-ish million range. They don't really fluctuate. I mean, they've sold out every week for the past one, two, three, four. I have to press my arrow now to get over because they're so far. Five. Six. Uh, is that seven? Wait. Seven. Weeks going back to week down. ending August 29th. And they the and they go down goes, like No, no, go ahead. The only time it goes down is when the week before they sold extra standing room and they were at 105% exactly. capacity or whatever. Exactly. I <laughs> want to try getting a standing room. I looked on their website, so MJ lets you go to the theater 2 hours beforehand and get standing room seats if they've sold out that performance. Hey folks, great chance they're going to sell out your performance cuz they have sold out since uh since August. So and probably before yeah. then, I just haven't saved those. And the Broadway League makes it so easy not to get to find those. Yes. Um, yeah, love it, Broadway. You get a you get your own little standing O. I think I think that's it for the Grizzlies. Alrighty. I could talk about these all day though. As y'all know. Um, I think I think we're good, unless you have anything else. You I don't have anything else for you guys. Say? How's rehearsal going? Splendid. Well, rehearsal hasn't started. That starts on Monday. Uh, <laughs> but the show's going good, which is That's crazy. Good. I have my script right here. If I can find yeah? it. It's in, it's in my drawers. I don't know where it is. Love it. It's right here. I have it right here. Just to prove to everyone at home. A gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. Yeah. The Tony Award winning Best Musical. The 2014 Best Musical Award. Tony Award goes to... Yeah. Um. Oh, I also wanted to make our predictions. I, f- I almost forgot about this. Um. There's been some rumblings about um, the Book of Mormon and how much longer it's got on Broadway. It's making money and selling tickets, so I don't really know where this is coming from, but... I just wanted to make our predictions so that if it does close, we have dates that we can be like, we called it. Here we go. Are you ready? <clears throat> looking at looking at when these Tony Award winning best musicals close, we have great data yes. to make a very informed decision. So go for it. This is what I'm going to say. Yep. I'm going to say. <clears throat> January 22nd. Ooh. 2025. 2025. Oh, there it is. Okay. Enjoy. Now the countdown begins. Hold on. Let me let me write these down. What did I say? January 22nd of 2025. You got three years left in the tank. Yep. What do you wow. got? Uh, not that. I got not that. Okay. September 10th. Okay. 2023. 2023. So next well, September 10th. One of our answers will come much sooner than the other. Uh, and then 2025. Wow. What are we putting on this, Gav? Oh, someone has to do something winner on the podcast. Name, winner gets to name the podcast? Sure. Winner gets to, yeah, winner gets to, Wait, I don't know. That means, no, no, we can't do that. It changes to the, it changes. If you win, it's the Liam with Gavin podcast. If I win, it's the Gavin <laughs> with Liam podcast. Oh, that's evil. I love it. I love it. Oh, that's great. Um, 
We'll do a virtual handshake on that. There we go. That's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't know. I don't like want to see it close, but I, people were. Ta- I was like, what? Who's talking about the show closing? The show was really, from a business standpoint, don't close this show. You're making yeah, money. Do not. You've been making money for 15 years or whatever it is. Like, yeah, please, please don't close this show. Um, what else could we make a prediction on? Um, funny is Funny Girl on an open ended run? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I don't but know. I, no, and not for revivals because so those. Yeah, the, the 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 revivals can close on a dime. Oh yeah, I'm Aladdin. When do you think that's gonna get subbed in for Hercules? I bet you that happens this spring, maybe. Like, um, like April, April third. I I didn't think about that one. Aladdin, Hercules is running in March at La Jolla. Paper mill. A paper mill. I'm gonna do that every. Time. We had this. We have this. Yeah, we already did that. Um. um yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe it wouldn't be before mill. then. Then. Maybe it'd be this summer. Maybe well, it'd be it next. Yeah. Fall. It, it won't be before their their off Broadway tryout. Mm-hmm. Maybe nine months after their. Yeah, like a like a May. No, but they wouldn't want to open that before Tony season, June, July. Maybe an August opening. Yeah. So Aladdin would close uh June. Yeah. Sounds about right. Um if you want to do it, I'll say June June fifteenth. Of this of this coming June of twenty twenty three. Yeah. Um I we should probably it would help to look at a calendar so you could get a more specific date because it would end on a Sunday. But Oh, do they always close on Sundays? Is that true? Usually from the shows that we've seen come from away, uh I don't know. These are the shows that are closing. Jervin Hansen. It's, oh, it's you, okay. you end after the week ending, so you don't end in the middle of the week. So then you don't have to like figure out how to pay people for half the yeah, week and stuff. Roll. And you that just makes sense. That makes sense. you just end end of the week. But I don't know. I right, don't really. I'm gonna I don't really care my about book being of dead on. to whatever the whatever the Sunday. Yeah, we'll just do the Sunday that's closest to. We'll, we'll look Sunday at that later. Sunday around those days. And then mine would yeah, be Sunday around for Aladdin. For Aladdin, I would say the Sunday around. No shows close in the summer. It's either before summer or after summer. April 11th. Shows close in the summer, but yeah. I was just looking at these Tony winners. Be- April even though 11th, not a Tony 2023. Winner. Gavin, I think you've got me on that one. You think so? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Cool. Uh, here's our official. Oh, it's so light in pencil, and it's gonna be backwards. Never mind. Whatever. <clears throat> Whatever. But this is our first video episode. I'm gonna post some clips all over our socials, um, so you can see that if you are following. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll even upload it to YouTube, just because I know some people say they watch podcasts that way. They like watch podcasts. Um, so if that's your thing, hell yeah. Again, this podcast is free on GavinBlanda.com. Go to the podcasts tab, or you can just find it online really easily if you are listening you've already found it but share it with your friends if you yeah. know someone who likes theater or wants to like theater or doesn't know much about theater or knows a lot about theater but wants to you know keep Learn having those conversations portion of business Hell yeah. maybe they don't know about us it's great i love i love that we're kind of we, we focus on on kind of the business side a lot of the times yeah. um i had a great conversation with my dad who got to go see Hades Town on wednesday and just talking about how audience engagement really plays into that show and how when audiences feel as though they have a stake in the show and when they feel as though this show is for them and not for 
it's not just the actors doing like we're gonna do this and you're gonna watch and it's like no you're gonna come you're gonna come hades town is like hey let me introduce all these characters to you when i walk on stage and then let me do this cool like call and response thing and then like we'll just host exactly. at the end and you really feel like you're in that show and i i, I think we our, our conversation for next week or whenever can really just be talking about shows that have great audience engagement and how why that's so so important yeah i like it yas all righty thank you everybody for listening to the gavin with liam podcast we'll be back the same time next week are you waiting for me what am i doing? are you gonna are you gonna do it we get to our, our outro Ooh.